Welcome to another episode of Heroes and, a podcast where we talk about heroes and comics, movies, TV shows, and Jeff Johns taking over the DC movie universe. Sorry, not sorry, Zack Snyder. That's fine. Basically, if it's part of geek culture, we're going to talk about it. I'm Cody. And I'm Andy, and today we're talking about Heroes and Spotlight Apocalypse. But before we get into that, just want to do a segment with you guys that we haven't done in a while, so I thought you know, it made sense to do What's Up? So, Cody, what's up with you besides taking shots at Zack Snyder? He's worthy of getting shots by him, <laughs> Let's be real. Uh, yeah, probably. Uh, you're you're right. right. So, just by defense, uh, yeah. should have went with Scott Snyder. Uh, but anyway, what's up with me, Andy, is I, and I don't know why I haven't watched this yet, but I, I finally saw the Back in Time uh, documentary. It's up on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who don't know, it's it's just really a love letter to Back to the Future. Uh, they talk about like the movie and how it was made, and then the fans of the movie, and you know, and really just then kind of um, all of the things that have come out of it. Yeah, uh, which is really it was really cool. I had to have the opportunity to watch out with my friend Jared uh, this week, and so it was just really cool. It was like one of those things where, like, you you kind of forget. I think how how big of a deal of that movie it is, yeah, or how big a deal that movie is, rather, mm-hmm. I guess, um, and how you know it kind of like there was so much stuff that I didn't know, like about how long it was in development, and like uh, Bob Gale and and uh, Robert Zemeckis, like they were trying to get it made for so long, but just because they like nobody, er- everyone was like, no time travel movies, like those don't make any money, like that's not gonna yeah. be a thing, so. It's just really interesting to you know find out some of that backstory. Also, they said it was perfect in that documentary, but I was like, Nick Winkleman already told me that. So. <laughs> I, I already I already knew that. Thanks to Nick Winkleman. <laughs> so, but that's that's what's up with me, Andy. What's up with you? Uh, I finally finally finished Batman: Arkham Knight. Now, um, I don't know why I when I got the Xbox for uh, back at Christmas. Um, I also got it with Halo 5 and with an Xbox Xbox Live account. And so uh, for a while there, even though I got Batman Arkham Knight uh, pretty early on, I was playing Halo a lot online. Mm-hmm. Um, Halo, I know you love that game, Cody. I don't love that it's game. It's one of your favorites. And so it might, your be your, it might be your favorite video game of all time. No, um, so I, w- I was playing Halo 5 a lot. but So I finally was like, you know what? Let me play Batman. And so I finally got through it. And I'll tell you what, man, it was it was great. Like it was really, really, really good. And there is, t- you know, you have other side missions that you have to do besides right. the like main storyline. But there was a part of me that was like, I don't want to finish the all the other storylines or even the main storyline because I I knew that meant that the game was over. <laughs> you know, like I was just like, cause they, they yeah. tell you like the, your completion rate mm-hmm. for all those side uh, yeah, missions. How much and, you have and, left. Yeah. And even the main mission, they tell you how much you have, how much you've completed. And so, you know, I just see it increasing and increasing as I, you know, do each mission, each mission. And I thought, man, like this is going to be over soon. Um, and it, I, it was good. It was a great, I mean, I really loved the story. I thought the story was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, the action was great. The graphics, I mean, what they were able to do and pull off were, um, were amazing. 
the the scene i don't want i don't know if you guys are going to play it but spoiler alert just you know fyi just giving you a heads up on the game uh but there's a scene at the end where um batman is infected with the uh injected with the scare the fear toxin mm-hmm. and at that point the joker has taken over in and his then mind. in his mind and then you see because of the fear toxin you see the worst like the joker's worst fear and that was pretty amazing. I'm not gonna lie. I really enjoyed. It. I was because I I didn't know what was happening at that point, and I was playing. I like well, I'm so confused on what I'm because in that point you're playing as the Joker for a little bit, mm-hmm. and you're like what in the world. But anyways, it was just great, and I loved it. Um, so Cody, thanks for like telling me to play it, and I would have played it anyways, but I definitely played it because you were just there. Yeah, it's a great game. Also, they just announced that they're doing a return to Arkham bundle mm-hmm. uh that's going to be released i think in september uh and so it's going to be arkham asylum and city remastered yeah so you know you just get to be batman again it, it was great awesome. and I, I was thinking about that i was just thinking if i should if i would get that and i don't i don't know how much i would like i don't i don't know i think arkham knight just the just it, it just took the game to a whole no like each of those games got better and better mm-hmm. so like I don't know if, if it'll be weird going back to that first one. Sure. Or even the second one. But anyways, it is exciting to to know that they are, are you know, they're going to release that remastered collection of the first two games. All right. So that is what's up with us. Like Andy said at the top of the episode, today we're talking about Heroes and Spotlight Apocalypse. X-Men Apocalypse is coming out in a couple of weeks, and we want to get you guys as prepared as possible going into the film. So we're going to spend some time looking at his comic origins, powers, and give you some good Apocalypse reads. So his first appearance was back in 1986 in X-Factor issue number five. He was created by Lewis Simonson and Jackson Geese. And if if we can sum up the character to one core value, Cody, uh, it would be this. Only the strongest should survive. Essentially survival of the fittest. Apocalypse was born in ancient Egypt in 3000 BC, and he was abandoned by his parents in the desert, partially because of his physical appearance. He's born with gray skin. That's a little weird. <laughs> it's, it's tough, man. Do you know anybody with gray skin? I don't. I don't know. I mean, it, you've got a gray t-shirt. I Yes, but I don't know if that's a like a biological chemical thing that happens where like, you know, people are born with... I think it's because he's a mutant, Andy. That might be it. That's probably what it is. I just didn't want to offend any of our listeners if they had grayish... If they are mutants? (laughs) No, no, maybe. But if they had maybe a grayish skin tone. So, I don't know. If you have a grayish skin tone, (laughs) email us. Because that's pretty cool. You you might be a mutant. You might be uh, you might be apocalypse. So, oh my gosh! Uh, but apocalypse <laughs> apocalypse is found by a group of nomads, and they're the ones who give him his real name, Ensabaner, which means the first one. He was uh, raised by this group of nomads, believing again that only the strongest should survive. And we would see that this 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 phase, excuse me, this phrase uh, would shape his thinking and the person that he would become. So we fast forward a few years uh, and now as an adult, Ensabal Nur and the group of nomads that he's a part of were enslaved by a gentleman by the name of Ozymandias. But because Apocalypse is all about the strongest surviving, he rebelled against Ozymandias. However, he was unsuccessful and he dies. 
That's the end of his origin. <laughs> That's it. Not really. <laughs> Not really. Uh, but due to his mutant powers, though, he survives, and he's revived. Uh, and then he finds alien technology buried underneath Egypt and uses it to destroy the Egyptian rulers and turns Ozymandias into a stone-like figure, ultimately into a servant of Apocalypse. Apocalypse will go on to use this alien technology over the course of centuries to enter into a state of suspended animation. He would awake throughout time, posing as a god of various, posing as a god to various ancient civilizations and exciting war, always testing the idea of only the strongest should survive. So we know that he is able to enter into a state of suspended animation uh, and, you know, come back to life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's not all his powers. He also is has superior intelligence. Yes. Mostly because he, you know, is a thousand, thousands of years old. Yeah. He has the ability to teleport. He also has the, uh, the uh, you know, the ability of tele... He also has the ability of telepathy, like that of Professor X and Jean Grey. And he's able to shapeshift as well, like Mystique. Yes, that Jennifer Lawrence. That Jennifer Lawrence goodness. He's got it going on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he can also control the molecules of his body to alter his form. He can, again, like we said already, he can regenerate. And he can basically uh, give himself any physical power he desires. So he can also connect with technology, any power he wants. He can pretty much, he can pretty much <laughs> I, do I really it. need to know what exactly that means. Because I, I don't know. in my mind, that means he's unstoppable. Like I think I I feel like to be fair to Magneto, I feel like he's the he's the ultimate villain in the whole X Men universe. So I think he's like he's a continual like villain in these. He's un- he, yeah. altogether unstoppable. Is he? <laughs> He's, you know, like an apocalypse. Yes. He's unstoppable. He's just one These bad... These things are going to happen. He's one bad mamma jamma. You took the words right out of my mouth, Cody. <laughs> uh, let me give you guys some reading recommendations. Uh, if you want to read up on Apocalypse, we have Age of Apocalypse. We have Rise of Apocalypse. That uh, goes into further details of his origin stories. Uh, we also have Executioner's Song. And then currently happening across all the X-Men titles, we have Apocalypse Wars. Uh, so we just want to spend a little bit of time talking about what we're excited about in X-Men Apocalypse. Uh, we know this is going to be the first time we see Apocalypse, played mm-hmm. by Oscar Isaac, po- yes. you know, Poe Dameron. Yes. Uh, but it's also the first time we see some new mutants, mm-hmm. or as well as some young versions of mutants that we haven't seen before. So, Andy, going into X-Men Apocalypse, what are you most excited about? Uh, I I think... Just to, just in general, I'm just excited that there's another X Men movie coming, like coming out. I I really do love the X Men franchise, mm-hmm. and I think it's one of the better, like one of the best ones, like comic book franchises, um, not only in comics but in just the movie, you know, realm universe. And so, um, besides like the MCU, uh, it's up there to me, in my opinion. You, you have like the MCU, you have the Dark Knight trilogy. And you have like the X Men franchise, like they're all great. Like they're just they're just really fun, mm-hmm. and I love them all. And so, I, in general, I'm just excited that we have another X Men movie. Um, you know, we have the director Brian Singer again coming back. He did the first, and uh, he did the first one and the second X Men movie. Then he came back and he did uh, Days of Future Past, and those are all amazing. Mm-hmm. And so I think I, I trust Brian Singer a lot with this franchise. So in general, I'm just I'm, I'm just excited. And, it, you know, I, I think it's going to be good overall. 
Uh, Cody, how about you, man? Are you excited for it? Are you just like, it's, is that you? Is that you? (laughs) Is that you? (laughs) I don't know. Cody doesn't sound like that at all. Actually, right now he's sick. So his voice is really. What is this? Charlie Brown? I don't know. I don't know where that came from. Uh, So so, uh, for Apocalypse, I think the the thing that I'm most excited about is is kind of like you said, like hinting, hinting on the Brian Singer thing. Like this guy really knows his stuff yeah. as far as as far as these these characters go and and these X Men go. And I think he does a good job, uh, kind of leading that you know leading that team and, yeah. and uh, just leading these movies. And I think though I'm most excited to see Nightcrawler again. Yeah, because I forgot that he was. I he feel was like in it. he gets so under. He's in the second one, right? Yeah. yeah. I feel like he gets so undercut, like. He's underutilized because mm-hmm. he's such a cool, like, cool X Men, you yeah. know, X Man. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited to see him show up. I'm excited to see a lot of these younger, you know, younger characters mm-hmm. uh, all over again. Yeah. And I'm really interested to see how they unpack this Apocalypse character because, like, we've seen the trailers and I, th- I think, you know, like, we don't really get a lot as far as his backstory, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, in the trailers, but I think it'll be fun to see how they unpack that and kind of what they use from his comic story. How many times they they hint at him coming up? Like I love in the trailers when they're like, you know, there's that moment where they're like, oh, that's like the four horsemen, you know, yeah. of the apocalypse, like from the Bible. And they said maybe the Bible got it from him. Like that idea, I think is really cool. Mm-hmm. So, I think it's I think it's neat, and you kind of hinted um, at it, like how they're going to unpack that. Like I'm just thinking. I don't know why I thought about this, but in my mind, I was like, okay, are they going to do it uh, like as the opening credits? Like that's, you know, just his origin, you know, his Egyptian origin. Like, is that going to be the opening scene of the movie? Is it going to be something that gets, you know, revealed slowly, slowly throughout the movie? Is it going to be like, oh, they discovered, you know, they did research and they were able to unpack it and you kind of do like a flashback of it. Um, So I'm just, again, you know, picking backing off of what you just said, like uh, curious to see how they unpack that. Uh, I'm excited to see some of these new characters that we finally, you know, we have Archangel. Um, it's it's cool to see Psylocke. Like it's cool to see that um, you know Olivia Munn. I think she's going to do a really good job with that. Um, I think Jubilee is going to be a lot of fun. Like I just remember seeing the X Men uh, cartoon, like the animated series, and just seeing. Some of those characters come back and finally be in a movie. It's going to be really cool. Um, of course, of course, you have Magneto played by the incredible, uh, you know, he's an assassin now. He's an assassin. <laughs> I can't wait for that movie. Yeah, but, you know, this, Mike, isn't, the, this isn't that episode. No, Michael Fassbender, uh, like, he's going to be, like, he's great. Like, I think he's a he's an amazing actor. And so I love that he's Magneto. I love that he's in this franchise this movie franchise um i am a little uh, concerned if i can uh you know just continue to unpack this question a little bit i'm a little concerned about mystique and jennifer lawrence just to be honest with you because i feel that her her star power is probably like it's probably the biggest name on that movie in that movie like in the list Mm -hmm. of the actors and actresses and so i feel like I feel like they that may force the hand of the writers and the producers to make to, her a bigger part of it. Yeah, thing. to give her a larger role in the movie. And it's just like, uh, I mean, I that's I can only imagine that's that's not like that's a hard decision to make. Like that's not a simple thing to just oh you know find the right balance of it. But uh, so I just hope they utilize her 
appropriately and correctly, mm-hmm. and it's not just a Jennifer Lawrence movie, you know, a Mystique movie, but it's really focused on the whole team and everything. So, uh, do you have any concerns, Cody? Anything that you're like, uh, I don't know if they're gonna be able to pull that off or anything like that? I I think for me, it's, it's the it's a it's kind of a typical one, but it's it's just they they have a lot of people coming together in this movie that we haven't seen before you know like we have nightcrawler yeah we have i mean we know like it's nightcrawler's origin and you know like his powers aren't really hard to explain yeah but uh so it's our first time seeing him it's our first time seeing young storm young gene gray young cyclops young angel like you know all of these people that it's our first time kind of seeing and and learning about and then also apocalypse you know like i guess i guess for me the concern is Ultimately, the concern that I had for Batman v Superman and the concern that I had for Captain America Civil War in that, are they going to have time, you know, and be able to really give every character their, their you know, due amount of time, mm-hmm. uh, but not necessarily shed to like, deal with one too much. Yeah. Um, I'm also just interested to see where they go from here, you know, because it's like with Apocalypse, like you said, kind of, he's, he's the big bad like yeah. he's the of like x-men villain mm-hmm. so then like following this movie up how do you how do you top apocalypse you know yeah like, um i guess much in the same way of like the marvel movies are going to have to deal with the this question of how do you how do you topple they like how do you beat thanos like mm-hmm. after you have everyone that's going to come together in that movie yeah how do you make a better like a more interesting more you know dynamically movie than yeah uh, than that so that's a good. That's a good point. I think as a franchise, they, um, I don't, I don't know what the next step is. I don't know if they've said anything yet or if they hinted at anything, um, because it's a, it's the movie, um, you know, from what we know, is set in the eighties, and right. so even timeline wise, it's set before the first X Men, which is actually that's different now because of events and days of days future, future yeah. past and that time i feel like maybe we should talk about that one time just to unpack that because that's a little confusing but um they have said that the next one is going to be in the 90s okay so you need to get some grunge band <laughs> goodness yes. um, so yes. so the next one's going to be in the 90s and there's rumors now of there being an x-force movie in the yeah. works as well um which that i'm actually really excited for because i think cable will show up for yeah. that um, and I think Deadpool will be in that, which yeah. I think will be cool. Also, the rumor is that uh, it's going to be X-23 yes. in that. Instead, typically, you know, in the X-Force, we see Wolverine. Yeah. You know, we see Logan in that. But uh, with Old Man Logan, you know, this this next, or I guess, I'm calling it Old Man Logan, but that's not actually confirmed yet. But then the next Wolverine movie, uh, the storyline is supposed to be an Old Man Logan kind of dynamic with that being Hugh Jackman's exit of yeah. the franchise and so uh the rumor is that it's going to be the all new all different wolverine in the x-force which is pretty exciting i yeah. think i think that's cool and i really like the idea of not trying to replace hugh jackman and not trying to recast that wolverine and just letting him leave you know yeah. and maybe he can come back later as old man logan you know and stuff but i think it's interesting um thinking about where they go with the overall as a franchise but that if it's an X Force movie, that's exciting. You know, Deadpool was extremely successful, and just going off of the comics, the the, the current um, the current 
all new, all different X Wolverine, excuse me, uh, which is X twenty three. That's super successful, and that's that's a really good that's a really good comic right now to be reading if you you know if you're looking for a good X Men or Wolverine comic to read. Um, so I don't know. I th- I think I, there's a lot there's a lot there's room to to grow right. and, room and I'm to sure develop. Brian Singer has yeah. it like has it figured out. You know, yeah. like I think he kind of knows what he's doing. I think his return to this franchise mm-hmm. uh is a, is a good indicator you know he's i think he's very much got his head on straight much like kevin feige does yeah. you know and and the heads of these of the marvel cinematic universe yeah and so and I'm, I'm excited going you know going back to apocalypse i'm excited for oscar oscar isaac to see him in this role i think it's gonna be um i think it's gonna be good i think he's a very talented actor and so i'm excited to see I don't know if I've ever seen him as a bad guy before or mm-hmm. as, you know, the villain or the antagonist. And so I think that's going to be exciting to see that side of him and as his, you know, is, can he perform really well as, as the main villain, um, which is going to be overall, I think, good. Side note, before, as you know, as we wrap up the apocalypse discussion, um, just on the movie alone, so far, I'm trying not to read any reviews. I'm trying not to see or, you know, any art, read any articles on it. Um, but I... Th- I don't think it's the reviews are coming in that are not so hot. Um, I want to say on it's probably like a around like an average like of C, like you know seven out of ten or something like that. So I don't again I haven't seen it. It's like I right, seen the right, movie, right. but I'm trying not to read. You see the reviews show up on your Facebook, and, and you, you you like try to quickly move yeah, past it, yeah, but you exactly. still read that like that it, that, that header, one line that one <laughs> header line and it's like you're like no like i don't i've been that. corrupted i know so i'm trying to like stay off of social media and there are uh, no strings on me. yeah i'm trying to just bypass all of that and let that not affect me but um i hope they're not true i hope the movie is better than the small little reviews i've seen here and there but um but yeah but anyways that is our episode on heroes and spotlight apocalypse uh listen the movie again comes out in a couple weeks and so after you see the movie send us your one emoji review on social media and that's going to be i mean it's gonna be a lot of fun to see what you guys think of it yeah you can send us those emoji reviews on social media uh you tell us on twitter and instagram at heroes underscore and on facebook at facebook.com slash heroes and or you can email us at heroes and podcasts at gmail.com and actually we want to read an email that we got this week from mikey s he says, uh, hello, gentlemen. I'm probably the only loser who sends you emails, but 140 characters just isn't enough. I have two things. <laughs> Mikey. That's a good opener. I, you're my favorite. <laughs> I don't care. You might be the only one who sends us emails, but that doesn't matter. Uh, he says, I have seen Marvel's latest and greatest Captain America Civil War twice now, and I just need to geek vomit all over the place. I love this movie. The first time I saw it, I got to be a six-year-old kid again, ooing and awing over everything. Thank you, Marvel, for not making another boom bang, boom bang action movie. Uh, Civil War tested my heart and mind. He goes on to highlight Ant Man and Giant Man mm-hmm. uh, and Tom Holland's Spider Man. And Andy, he also asks, uh, he, or he says, I really want to get back into reading Spider Man comics, but I don't know where to start. What's the best Spider Man comic line? Also, is Miles Morales worth reading? Yes. <laughs> That's a short answer. <laughs> Let me answer that last question. No, I mean, uh, Mikey, thanks again for uh, emailing and giving us your thoughts on the movie, on Civil War. Um, it's great that you want to read some Spider-Man comics. Right now in the Marvel Universe, there are two Spider-Man lines, um, comic book runs. You have the Amazing Spider-Man 
um, which is Peter Parker, and he's more of a uh, he's an adult and. He's like a. He has like a. He's got like, responsibilities. He's got <laughs> he has, a Google Calendar. He has some bills to pay. No, he's like, he's like the head of like this tech uh, company now, and so he. That's why his Spider-Man suit kind of glows. You see, there's like there's some glow to that. Um, but then there's also uh, Spider-Man, and that's Miles Morales. Um, so you can pick up and read any of those comics right now. They're still kind of early in their run. I know Spider-Man. Uh, with Miles Morales is on issue number four right now. So you, you can s- still find issue number one and two and three on the shelves um, and probably some second printings. But if you just want to read Miles Morales, yeah, you can uh, just go and look on Amazon or Gold Barnes or a bookstore and just ask them if they have Miles Morales Ultimate Spider-Man Ultimate Collection Book One. And that should be the that's that's a great jumping point if you want to read Miles Morales. Uh, again, Mikey, thanks a lot for emailing us. Really appreciate the feedback on Civil War. I just want to give you guys the new comics that are coming out for uh, this upcoming Wednesday, May 25th. We have Scooby Apocalypse number one. That looks so fun. <laughs> I, I just want that variant cover. He, <laughs> Jim Lee. Yes. This, this world-renowned Batman yeah, you know, artist. Drawer, uh, yeah, artist. Did a Scooby Apocalypse cover, and it looks awesome. Yes. Uh, so that comes out. Uh, we also have Justice League number 50. Uh, this is wrapping up the... Uh, we're close to the end. This is either wrapping up the se- or the second-to-last... Uh, issue of the apocalypse uh, wars but this is a big issue because it's been rumored that this is where we get uh, to know and find out the true identity of the joker and so that there's a there's a lot of weight. any to that. guesses andy i have no idea alfred pennyworth that's what i'm gonna say what anyways <laughs> i can't even i can't even respond to that that's what Stephen cardwell i can't say. even respond to that and then lastly we have uh, dc universe reboot excuse me, Rebirth Special Number 1. This is huge. Uh, if you guys wanted to read DC Comics, they're getting ready for to do a, a big relaunch. And so it all starts right here, and they unpack what this means and how this all connects. And so, again, DC Universe Rebirth Special Number 1. And if you're able to subscribe, rate, review, as well as share Heroes And with your geeky friends, that would be awesome. Thank you so much for listening to Heroes And. I'm Cody. And I'm Andy. And, and we're out. out.